0: This is episode number 32, How to Live by Your Own Rules. Welcome to Growth Mindset University. My name is Jordan Paris, 20-year-old author and host of this show. And with this show, it is my mission to bring you empowering people and messages to help you learn anything and take control of your life while fulfilling your vision of success. Thanks for spending some time with me today, and school is now in session. Welcome back to the University of Life, my friends. Today, we're doing things a little bit differently. This is actually an interview that I did on Total Wellness Radio with a doctor friend of mine named Dan Young. And I talked a lot about my origin story and how I live by my own rules and education's shortcomings and how I really don't believe and how and why I really don't believe in today's education system and what can be done about that. I also go over how to write a book in a very quick yet organized and high quality manner and I talk about the wisdom of silence as well. How a period of just listening is sometimes what we need to gear up for the work of our lives. All that and much, much more in my interview with Daniel. And before we get you off to that interview, just make sure you subscribe to our podcast here, Growth Mindset University, wherever you are listening. Now, without further ado... Here is How to Live by Your Own Rules on Total Wellness Radio.
1: Hi everybody, this is Dan Young with Total Wellness Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is episode 92 on the Anchor platform, Total Wellness Radio, where we interview people from around the world on all things natural and natural practitioners. Today's episode, however, is a little bit different. Today we have the opportunity to spend about 40 minutes with Jordan Paris. A 20-year-old author, trainer, entrepreneur, and blogger. He also is his own podcast, college athlete, as well as online men's health issues. This young man wrote a book called The Growth Mindset University. You can pick it up on Amazon. I encourage you to pick it up, read it, and enjoy today's episode of Total Wellness Radio. Good day, everybody. Welcome to Total Wellness Radio. You know what? We are departing from our normal uh, type of schedule here. We've got uh, we've got Craig Morrison in the in the office here with us today. Say hello, everybody. Yeah, and we got Becca, which we lovingly refer to as Brain. Hello from Piggy and the Brain. If you're familiar with that cartoon at all, um, typically we get an opportunity to interview practitioners, people in the healing arts who are applying like herbology or are into nutrition or Uh, chiropractic, naturopathy, things of that nature. But today, and I'm super pumped to have this young man on the show with us. uh, We got a young man by the name of Jordan Paris, and I'm not going to go into too much of the details around his accomplishments yet because we do a a new intro on these podcasts now that really, really kind of touts their horn for him. But this young man has been extremely accomplished in many areas that most people would consider at the age of 20 – Would not be on his radar. Would you agree? Yes. That's amazing. So, we've got a a lot of amazing questions lined up for Jordan. We look forward to getting this uh, rolling. uh, Just a little bit of background. Besides uh, being 20 years old, he is a trainer, uh, entrepreneur, he is an author, and a host of things. And we are intrigued and excited to have Jordan on the show. We know you folks are going to really gain a lot of value out of it. Jordan, have you made the. uh, Are you on the line with us okay? Yes, sir. Awesome. Hey, thank you so much for taking time to be on the show with us today. I really appreciate it.
0: Hey, my pleasure. I love I love communication. I love having these conversations.
1: You know what? This is I just I got to go right I got to go right to the chase, man. If you double your age, I'm still 13 years older than you.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Say same, same with my my, my <laughs> dad's the same age you're as
1: struggling. you then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's uh that's funny, but it's not something I, a lot of people i hang out with a lot of people i talk with um everyone knows it they're like jordan you just get along better with people that are much older than you um so this is this isn't something i'm too unfamiliar with
1: So Becca has an initial question for you that she's just dying to ask.
2: I am. I know. And I was going to say, I have never even met you, but I can just tell you're an old soul. (laughs) (laughs) But my question is, was there something your parents did or didn't do that helped position you to really embrace growth, uh, continued learning, or, you know, this mindset Um, that you wrote about, like, was there anything that your parents did or didn't do to help contribute to that?
0: Yeah. Unconditional love and unconditional support. I always know that if I fail in any of my ventures, if I trip up in anything in life, uh, they've got my back, you know, so that Really, I I write it in the dedication part of my book. You know, thank you so much um, for your unconditional love and support. Uh, Without this, you know, none of this would be possible. And uh, it's just really enabled me to go about things in a very fearless sort of way. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Thanks for sharing that.
1: You know, you mentioned in your book, Jordan, about the struggles and, the, you know, going through, you know, like some severe depression, some performance, you know, issues, a lot of sadness. I mean, you, you really touch on some of the difficulties and the challenges that you faced, you know, in, in uh, earlier years, like last week. I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. I had to throw that in there. What you, you, you talked about in your book, there was like a breaking point for you, like there was this awareness that just came over you. Can you kind of expound on that for us?
0: Yeah. I think you're talking about the time in the guidance counselor's office where where my mother said that if you know, she knew I could do it, right? You know, I was struggling, my grades were bad, everything was bad, and we were in the guidance counselor's office and at the end of the meeting the you know the 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 the, the general mood of the meeting was like low, you know, it was just down. Um at the end of the meeting she goes my mom goes, Well, I know he can do it because he's a sponge. Jordan's a sponge. All he has to do is apply himself. And from that moment on, I kind of started seeing myself as a sponge that could grasp anything, learn anything, uh, get a handle on anything. If I just apply myself and try, she made me realize that I could, I was very moldable, right? And a lot of, and that's really what, a growth mindset is all about. It's being about being open-minded to new experiences, new learning experiences. And uh, not a lot of people, I mean, not everyone is is like that. A lot of people are closed-minded, set in their ways, ignorant. Um, and from that day forward, I guess I stopped being ignorant and started learning, started picking up books. Tony Robbins, Awaken the Giant Within, right above me right now. I'm looking at it in the on this floating shelf, uh, The Mastery of Love, Miguel Ruiz and I just kept reading and learning, and then combine that with the fast-paced lifestyle of being thrust into uh, you know a college freshman scenario where I was a an athlete and president of my residence hall and uh, what oh and, pff, fraternity um, what's it called not like like in the ten weeks that you're yeah when you're a pledge you know when you got to put up yep. with all the all the BSO, you know, with combine those, all those things and kind of had the perfect storm for
1: growth. You talk about, and I'd love for you to kind of expound on uh, educational baseline. Mm. You know, when you, and you mentioned the, uh, and the reason this is so important for people to hear is that it takes a change of mindset and viewpoint and the willingness to grow like you touched on for people to be successful in recapturing their health as much as it is to be successful to recapture a relationship that you need or to change the bank account numbers or to develop new skills. I mean, this, the things that you wrote about in mindset university and the things that you're touching on are, are, are like the, the baseline, the, like the foundational Uh, rock that we all have to stand on at some point if we definitely want to produce positive change. So you use that term educational baseline. Could you kind of go through that a little bit more? Yeah,
0: sure. The education baseline is, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll put it this way, I really don't believe in today's education system, unless maybe you are, you know, what you need to, what you're going to school for is, or what you want to be is something that you need to an actual degree and certifications for like being a, a doctor. I mean, my father is a doctor went to so many years in med school. My mother's a nurse. You need degrees for that. You're right. right. But I go to school for marketing and such is the case with most degrees, uh, they're kind of pointless. I believe I'm, I'm making a bold statement, whatever. A lot of people will be on my side. A lot of people are going to, uh, are going to, look at me like I'm some ignorant freak. You know, I always say- I'm
1: sitting next to a lady who has an MBA and she's nodding her head up and down profusely. Yeah, it's, I am, yes. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> unfortunately,
0: so, so, okay, the education baseline, it's really like we learn all this stuff and and, uh, and think, you know, once we graduate, uh, it's all over, right? You know, no, no need to learn. Why would you- st- It doesn't make sense to me to stop learning after you graduate that, number one. And number two, what you're learning in the first place really isn't very relevant to the world. This is an education system that has, quite frankly, hasn't changed all too much over the past 150 years. But the world has changed. And so everything we're learning makes no sense to me. It's like we're learning the degree at which a ladder leans against a wall, like the angle at which a ladder leans against the wall. It it just it's so silly. It's so silly. I mean, some things I guess are, are sort of relevant, but the amount of time that you put into school uh, isn't really proportionate it it just doesn't. I, I I go to school more than I than I read and do my own learning yet the amount what I've learned in my life. uh, I'd say 95 to 99.9% of it has come outside of school. Yeah. And well, there's stuff
1: that's really valuable, right? I mean, you touch on, you know, a formal education will get you a job. Self-education will make you wealthy.
0: Right. I, I, yeah. Exactly. And unfortunately, and in this world, I mean, I'm I'm right smack dab halfway through my college career. I'm 20 years old. I would drop out and I would I would likely be fine. But unfortunately, we live in a society where you kind of need that piece of paper or else people look at you a little funny. And you know what I mean? It's like a social, it's a social construct this, this piece of paper. And, uh, it would be, it makes sense, I guess, to have that piece of paper, but for $120,000, I don't know how much sense it makes. Um, yeah, it, 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 it doesn't, it doesn't make much sense. It, you know, I get no, I get a little frustrated. Sometimes I, I, I break down, I threaten to drop out. I, you know, but at the right. end of the day, I, I, I circle back to okay, okay, Jordan, you actually kind of need that piece of paper. I
1: don't know why you need it, but <laughs> you need it. <laughs> well, you're gonna, are you gonna pursue sports medicine? Is um, that the, the focus?
0: No, I at the at the advisory of my mentor and friend, uh celebrity trainer Steve Jordan, um, who's been who I've been with for many years, I work with him, um, you know, I remember we've had many conversations about um should I switch from business to something to like biology or something in sports medicine and or kinesiology uh, and every time he goes and he has a degree in kinesiology I can't say that word Um, he has a degree in that from University of Maryland but he always advises me don't get that degree your business degree might be a little more useful because you can learn you can learn this you can learn sports medicine on your own and and, uh, functional nutrition and and, and all that. And I do, I read those, I read all the books there is I go on pubmed.gov for fun, I can learn that stuff on my own. I don't really, I don't really need, I don't think I need that sort of degree. Um, but that just goes to support too. you can, you can learn anything on your own, you know, I, I mean, I'm essentially, tr- uh, to answer your question. Yeah, I essentially I am, I am getting a sports, me- some sort of degree in sports medicine. Um, right. You're becoming yeah. an expert on your own exactly yeah yeah discipline for that or you gotta not discipline um you gotta want it you gotta just be interested in it like I am I mean because I always I just love maximizing my potential I love we at the end of the day too we all just want to change how we feel and the best way to change how you feel is uh what you're doing with your body like what you're putting in Um, movement, medicine, uh, it's just movement and nutrition. And and that's really the easiest way to change how you feel. I get rid of grains, I get rid of um, soy, I get rid, I really don't have meat that much. Vegetables with seeds uh, have lectin in them, I I stay away from all that. Uh, I don't have I don't have sugary fruits. I don't have, people think fruit is like a health food and it's not, it's really not, (laughs) you know, back in today's
1: fruit. You're absolutely right. Today's fruit is not today's food as a whole. is just a joke. It's kind of a, yeah, it's a joke. (laughs) You should move a muscle kind of changes the thought. You know, that's what you remind me of. You talk about that. Mm -hmm. You know, you move a muscle, you change a thought. Right some stuff too and it's really not what you're wanting you know it doesn't matter what a person is trying to accomplish but one of your quotes that I read in the book was I thought it was very profound. You said that mindset nullifies economic disadvantage.
0: Yes, yes that was one of the So what you're
1: saying is is that people get too wrapped up in and stuck in the circumstances or how they're perceiving those circumstances and so they use that as an excuse to not move forward or take take action.
0: Right. Yeah we, we can't always okay. control our circumstances directly, but we can control how we respond to our circumstances, which indirectly will shape our circumstances. Yep. That's the thought there.
1: Gotcha. So talk to me about Brett.
0: Brett, yeah, my
1: I found you I found your yoga discussion about wheeling out the yoga mat and his uh <laughs> his informing you about the books that he was reading and your <laughs> I found that little interaction quite interesting. Yes, uh, Brett was
0: when I at the time when I had had him uh, when he was when I met him he was 14 years old. His mother contacted me um, to train him. Actually, this was my first client ever. Um, I don't, wow. I don't even think they know that. You know, <laughs> I don't even think they know that. But I was ready. Um so Brett <laughs> Brett 14 years old he has scoliosis which is the scoliosis is pretty bad. I don't know the exact degree of the curve but it's pretty bad. Um he has cerebral palsy which for if for people that that don't know it's like, you know, uh one side of the uh, I'm I'm drawing a blank but like I know what I mean I work with him but I know what it is. Right. It's just one one side functions completely different than the other side. It's just he doesn't have um, he just one side of his body can't really move that well. Right. You know what I mean? Um, I, I, what is okay. it? The one one side of the brain is like turned off. What is it, Dan?
1: Yeah, there, there's a disconnect between the cerebellum and the hypothalamus.
0: OK, gotcha. So that's what's going on. Uh, scoliosis, cerebral palsy. On top of that, when I had met him, he had a broken ankle, too. So it just makes the whole walking thing a lot more difficult. But right. um, the cerebral palsy is he in a wheelchair. No, he is not is he, in a he is but, not. No, he's not. Yes, wow. it's it so is pretty functional. There. Yes, it isn't too severe. We play, okay. you know, sometimes we actually play. Uh, we play basketball. Uh, we play a wow. game of like pig to warm up. Yeah, he's great. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. So, Brett, he's uh, he has all these. I want to call them, I guess, challenges, but at the end, I don't even think I wrote that in the book. I didn't want to write that in the book. No, No, yeah, you
1: didn't didn't mention that.
0: No, Well, cerebral palsy and scoliosis, and through all that, he's he's awesome. He's an actor. He continually works his craft as an actor, goes to these competitions, ranks highly, Uh, he's a He's an awesome public speaker that's like one of his passions. He loves speaking to a crowd and he likes writing the speech and he's just very good at it and he always he's always reporting to me on on the yoga mats like i just talk I talked about this today they responded like this, and it was awesome <laughs> and uh i mean he's a he's twenty times uh 20 times more better public speaker than i am and his acting too i actually went to one of his plays he's a very he's a he's a funny guy he's a funny guy because he's got he's got like the the south african accent as well that's where his family's from so it's just like the perfect he's he's just an amazing actor he's so funny (laughs) and uh yeah he could and he works like five six days a week uh i believe at the local theater um, and on top of, he just, he's got all this going on, but he, oh, he, he doesn't stop working his craft. He, he reads all the time. He's reading rich dad, poor dad, teaching me lessons out of rich dad, poor dad, um, a book that I actually haven't read. And, um, it, he's just, <laughs> the, the kid, the kid blows me away with his dedication, his intelligence, And I mean, he's 15 years old. He's 15 years old now. And it's just been over the course of a year and a half. He's really become a very good friend of mine. I really, uh, I really enjoy my relationship with Brett. And uh, I know, I know he's, he's, he's not like oblivious, you know, either. He's very self-aware. You know, I say at this rate, Brett is destined for some sort of greatness. Brett is really on the track of the path of greatness. But if he were to stop today, like if you were to stop today, Dan, like if I were to stop today, um, then none of it would mean anything. We wouldn't, it's, it's greatness. Isn't something you do one time. It's, it's something you do every single day. Right. So, you got it's all about consistency every everything you do building a lifestyle is cumulative everything you do counts and moves you closer to your goal brett knows that i know that we're we're not going to quit we're not giving in we're not giving up and we're going to keep learning and keep growing
1: yeah greatness is based on accumulation of service to self and others yes sir you know it's not it's not about dollar signs or bank accounts or accumulation of material goods. It's about from the, from moment to moment, uh, the level of service you bring to yourself and others. Agreed. And so, and I and I and I get that from your from your book. You know, growth of that mindset university. What, t- what sparked the the writing of the book for you? <laughs> um, uh, you're gonna get a glimpse into my very tough life.
0: <laughs> I was I was at well, the pool. You know, that's
1: what we want to know about. Well, man. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm being we're, sarcastic. We're, yeah, yeah. We're intrigued. We're intrigued, you know. Yeah, we we wanted you to open, open up, and really open up here.
0: Yeah, so here's my tough life. I was sitting at the on the side of the pool, reading. (laughs) (laughs) I was reading, and I had just, uh, I don't know. I just had this thought. It just kind of popped in my head, like, "Hey, I want to write a book." And I always thought it was something I'd do in you know within the next 10 years i'd probably said that to my to my friends a couple of times and you know whatever i didn't realize how soon it would be and this was march 18th i was at the pool and i just kind of looked up from my book and i was you know i was like am i actually gonna am i gonna do this and without a second of hesitation i i just said yes i didn't really think about it too much i just did it right uh my my friend, my best friend's father, who passed away when when he when uh, my friend was in sixth grade, the the biggest thing he got from him was he the father said, "Son, don't think." And I've I've found that to be sort of impactful in my life as well because when we think, when we think, I was born with the disease called thinking too much, and right. it's ca- it's caused me to blow a lot of things thinking too much from from the littlest things like approaching girls, you know, uh, thinking too much is, has nipped me there and, and many other places. So with the book, I didn't really think too much. I just said, Hey, I'm doing it. I went up to my, went up to my place. And, um, I just, I I started writing the introduction, which was sort of a misstep. So I took a step back and wrote out in my notebook, 50 different talking points, 50 or so. And, and from there, those talking points that I wanted to hit, uh, that eliminated the chance that I would forget cer- certain things that I wanted to talk about. And those talking points became my, my headings, my subheadings, and chapter titles, and, and uh, sections of the book. And from there, it was very easy, very organized. I made a rough table of contents, and I started writing. It was March 18th, finished writing it April 17th, six to 10 hours per day for 29 days and then in another 30 on May 17th and I published it and wow, nobody, nobody, no one knew, no one, no, yeah, I, did. I didn't wow. tell anyone until, until it was on Amazon. <laughs> yeah. That's, and so it's Definitely. sort of been like my MO now, you know, less talk, more do. Yeah, totally agree. There's a lot of people that well, the just, more we
1: talk, we tend to,
0: what you say?
1: Yeah, the the, well, the more we talk, the more we tend to talk ourselves out of it.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I think in 2018, people are very announcement happy too. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you see, I see especially uh, as a 20 year old on on Instagram, which by the way I don't keep on my phone, um, but when I do do it on my desktop, um, yeah, you go on Instagram and you see all the you see people like all these posts say so. Um, honored to announce that I am officially the uh, vice public relations chair of blah, blah, sorority. Uh, you know, it's, it's just, it, there's so much of that. We're all announcement happy. And, and like uh, I know someone who always just, who always announces stuff before he does, does something. And it just, it, it uh it's just really like a pet peeve of mine because it lessens the the impact of when it actually happens, you know. Right. Yeah.
2: yeah, it's actually it's a great point. I actually teach this in one of my classes because if we talk about what we are working towards and when we talk about it, we feel that um you know that happiness that almost as if it's already been achieved because yep. we're cuz we see, you know, sort of the vision, and so what happens is, is we've already ignited that happiness part of our brain in relation to it. So then we don't have the drive to actually complete it because we've already received the happiness we would have gotten from achieving that goal. So then we move on to something else.
0: Yes, Becca, you are absolutely right. I've actually read about that before. From uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Vanessa Van Edwards, ScienceOfPeople.com. Really smart lady, but right on. So
1: so tell me what you learned from Dr. Seuss.
0: Dr. Seuss. Um, you know, just <laughs> I love I love Dr. Seuss because he puts things very simply and I I just grew he's funny obviously. Um there's a moral in every story um and my my mom and dad those are the books they read me uh, all the time uh, at night when I was a when I was a young a young boy. Um, so, Dr. Seuss is very near and dear to my heart.
1: <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I I, uh, I I come across one of your quotes that that talks about Jordan's Law of Accuracy. Yes. Yeah, that we're all wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> go, lay that one on us, man. We got to know some behind the scenes on that. You know.
0: Every <laughs> with the more I learn and and since i 've since I wrote that, I guess like six months ago now or 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 five months ago or whatever it was, since I wrote about the law of accuracy about how we are all wrong and we will continue to be wrong um, i've i've it's just gotten this principle has amplified itself tenfold. Um, because with the more I learn, I realize just how little I know, how ignorant I am, how just, I feel, I feel dumb a lot of times, you know, I feel I've always, I learned so much that my, that I always think myself from six months ago, 10 months ago, a year ago was silly. I look back on that person as silly and, and just naive, which is a good thing a lot because i'm and the only'cause the only reason that happens is because I'm continually um doing my best to learn more and more and more, and uh a lot of people never never get to that stage of realization that oh crap, I'm actually kind of an idiot, and so they just they're just naive their whole lives, but right. really um yeah, we're all wrong the there's all these predictions for the world to end that, I mean, there's been so many of them throughout the years. And as far as I know, every single one of them has been wrong so far, I think. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully they've been wrong. I'm not exactly sure, but (laughs) yeah. And there's just, and then, and there's all these predictions for the world to end in the future by such precise – there's such precise predictions like in X amount of years, uh, so-and-so asteroid will hit this part of the Earth and this will happen and the world will end. Or a billion years from now, we're going to go to a state of – or no, I think it's twenty three billion trillion years from now that we're supposed to go into a state of uh, – zero thermodynamic energy whatever that means where where and and if w equals 15 then the world will end i don't know what w means but i have a feeling that one way or another that's going to be wrong it, because w is <laughs> probably not going to equal 15 and it's it'll, it'll it'll if anything it'll happen 23.01 billion years from now uh you know and not 22 it's just something's going to be wrong. And it's, I just think it's so silly. Life is, yeah. life is really short. And, uh, and like it's a mystery. Life's a mystery. There's no, no sense in trying to figure it out. I, 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 I we're all, we're going to continue to be wrong. It's, it's a good thing. It's okay.
1: What you're touching on for me is the, is the, uh, Is the notion that I I had, and I think we all have to come up like the self awareness thing for, uh, we come to terms with this on our own, like, you know, playfully we'll label ourselves idiots. We know that's not true, but we'll say like, that's an idiotic way to look at it. Or I was naive and, and my, my standby way to describe it for myself, because I'm always trying to remain a student is, is that the more I learn the more I realize there is to learn. Yes. You know? And so for me it's like you know both are positive there's no real negative in that unless i stop exactly
0: you know? yeah uh stagnation is is the enemy you know i've yeah. i've been having this uh, along the same lines here um i've been having like a personal plane crash this week i say personal plane crash cuz i just interviewed a guy yesterday from uh from the miracle on the Hudson, the, the Hudson plane crash, like 10 years ago. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Person, I've been having this personal plane crash this week where, where it's another one of those times. I'm just, I'm just like, crap, I don't have it figured out. You know, those times when, when we feel we we're close to having it figured out or we feel like we do have it figured out, that's when we're in the most danger. And I find that, um you know soon after i i begin feeling like that every now and then that i've got it figured out that this is the way it's supposed to be uh i i have one of these plane crashes i take a nosedive uh once right. i once i just realize uh no you don't um so it's well, sort of I like in
1: You have to admit, though, there's there's pattern recognition that if you go against it, you're going to get the similar result. You know what I mean? It's like there's a lot of things you've identified that if you do that, you do certain things over and over, you're going to still get a negative result. You do things a different way. You start producing more consistent, positive results. Maybe not exactly the way you had envisioned. Right. Or or how you thought it would work out or what the experience might be or how long it might last. I mean those are all like serendipity, right? Like variables, right? Right. But but there's pattern recognitions. I mean, you talk about a lot of stuff in your book that, that really reminded me of just those like universal truths. I mean there's some things like it's a gravity issue, right? If I go out and climb on the roof of the clinic and jump off, um, I'm gonna fall. <laughs> it doesn't matter what I think about that. I mean, that's gonna happen, you know what I mean? So there's there's a lot of things that that you touch on that that are like, they're just universal truths in your book. And that's one of the reasons I really appreciate it. Thank you. So when you follow those patterns or when you go against those patterns, it's sometimes that's when I think, well, I got a better way or I'm going to do it differently or or I can shortcut this or, you know, that's 12 steps. I can do it in three. You know what I mean? That we start realizing that if you got an award-winning recipe for accomplishing something, you don't screw with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is that, is, that, is that kind of the path? Where, I mean, there's, there's like, there are there's two adjoining paths, right? Right. In what we're talking about? Yes, yes. Yeah. Sounds to me a lot like reinventing the wheel is not a very smart idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So why as humans do we do that, Jordan? I mean, from a coaching perspective, you work with people. I mean, why why do you think we we try to reinvent that? Why is your generation different than mine? I mean, Every generation has its challenges, every, you know, the economics are, are, you know, slightly the same, the, the environment issues and those concerns, basically the same. I mean, our government challenges, I mean, these are all kind of, so what, what, what differentiates us in generational understanding or awareness of that? Cause I really, I love your perspective on this.
0: You know, um, what is my perspective on this? Because if I were to answer truthfully right now, I have the courage yeah I have the courage to say, "I don't know sometimes mm. in life, mm-hmm. And I will tell you right now, why do we keep it, trying to reinvent the wheel? Um, what's the generational difference? I don't think I know yeah. at this moment. Maybe. Well, neither do I.
1: I was hoping you had the answer. Ah, I don't have all the answers. <laughs>
0: don't you see the first line in my book, I know nothing? <laughs> yeah, I know nothing. <laughs> uh, I, Dan, truthfully, I, I don't know. Oh, that's I'm classic. figuring it out just like you guys. Actually, I'm not trying right. to figure
1: it out. I'm just enjoying. Yeah, you're enjoying the journey, right? Yes. So when's your next book coming out?
0: Okay, okay. So, hmm. immediately after I published Growth Mindset University on May 17th, I started writing another one, started writing this. this, Yeah, right. So (laughs) I got it printed up right here. And it's a beautiful, beautiful book. uh, And uh, it's, it's really I don't even want to talk about it because it's kind of silly but long story short i trashed it because it sucked and <laughs> <laughs> it, they're not all, they're not all good they're not all hits i published growth mindset university because it was a hit it was good and i was happy with it but this one absolutely not and i'm i'm coming to a point where i was blogging just about every day uh i was podcasting all the time i was i i had written a 184 page book and And I was starting, I was writing another one. And now it's like, okay, I did all this talking now, now it's, uh, I had these things to say, I had things to say, I had valuable things to say, but there's a point where you got to realize when you don't always have those things to say, or at least that's the way it is for me. Um, I'm of the opinion. I mean, there's so much noise out there. If you don't have anything good to say, don't say it at all. So right Right. now I'm doing my audience a service and I'm not talking. I'm not talking until something good comes to it until, until I, you know, I I'm out, I'm out and and experiencing the world right now. I'm not sitting doing nothing. I'm out there. I'm, I'm doing right now. I'm not talking. I'm doing right now. And, um, So I've, I've come to this realization that I gotta, I gotta shut up and because I don't really have any original ideas left in me right at the moment, at the moment, that's the key here. And so everything I, I, the blogging has essentially, you know, the philosophical blogs have completely stopped. Um, and the only things that go up on my website now are two podcasts per week, Monday and Thursday, Uh, which I don't even really talk. I just ask questions to people, to, to people that are smarter than me. So I'm, I'm in a, I am gearing. i I'm, I mean, I've had this phase before in my life, before I wrote the book, it was a period of listening, a period of gearing up for, for to share all this stuff. And I'm back. I realize you can't just, I can't just go back to back to back to back with these books. I'm gearing up right now for something I've, I know I feel it. I've got some work in me right now. I've got something really off the wall and original and just I, I've got something in me. I don't know what it is yet, but and it's not coming soon. It's not coming soon. I'm gathering. <laughs> I'm gearing right. up.
1: Well, you're prepping for it, man.
0: Yeah, I'm prepping for it.
1: Yeah, Good. What's the most exciting thing you love about your current career? I mean you know, you're you're graduating from college here pretty soon, but you're you're you know clearly you're you're an accomplished author, you're an accomplished coach. What 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 areas of your current career are you uh are you most excited about? Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I am
0: excited. Uh this is very this is like low key. Um I've actually been developing websites. A lot this year. Um, it's really sort of picked up. I do a lot of work with websites, and I know this is sort of off topic, but in my career, um, you know, knowing WordPress and basic code is essentially a, a degree, and mm-hmm. a degree that you can get paid a pretty penny for. And I've I've been, and that's really my actually my main source of income right now and wordpress is really fun it's really fun so i enjoy i enjoy doing that right now i love i love design and development and that's just that's what's fun for me branding i love branding that's i guess at the core of it that's what i love to really do right now Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. um yeah but you know why? Most people don't. I, I say this all the time, too. The reason I can get paid a pretty penny for for websites is because most people give up after five minutes after yep. the first issue. Right. Yeah. Yep. You, you're going to have to accept if you want to get into websites, which I mean, hey, if you need to make a quick buck, you should. I mean, it's if you can commit, it's a, it's really easy. But at the same time, it's not really easy because you're with technology and with all this stuff, there's going to be inexplicable, I mean, inexplicable issues and stuff that just makes no sense at all. And is so frustrating (laughs) and it's not going to happen once it's going to happen third, like 20 times per day. And, you know, and it's, you got to, you got to roll with it and you got to commit to figuring it out. I'll spend, I'll spend two to three hours on Google and YouTube for one one little issue. right? And it doesn't really – at the end of the day, it doesn't really bother me. I always – I know that I will always, always figure it out because I've committed right. to it. Um, I, because I'm relentless with it. Uh, I, I made a promise to myself that I wouldn't give up. And But yeah, to answer your question, I'm most excited about websites right now because it's, it's fun
1: and 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 I suspect that with the the growth pattern that you're on, because that's really what you're like, you're experiencing so many different things. The growth pattern that you're on. If we were to have this conversation, you know, three months from now and kind of revisit our interview, you might be, hey, Dan, let me tell you what's going on now, man. Yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, you,
0: I find a lot of a lot of what I say gets outdated. Uh, quickly. And, that, <laughs> and that's a good thing. It's a very, very good thing. If I keep yep. saying the same, then, Oh crap. I'm in trouble.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's awesome. What are the parting uh, words of wisdom? Would you like to share? we definitely want to make sure that people that are listening to this, that are able to plug into you, your, we want to know about your website, your blog, how they can order your book on Amazon, the whole thing. So let's, can we give them a 30 second elevator talk there, sir? Sure. I would say, I mean, my number one
0: principle is don't just make a living, design a life. Don't just go with the flow, direct the flow of your life. It's what I said earlier. You can't always control your circumstances but you uh, directly, but you can do so indirectly by controlling how you respond to your circumstances. And that's what I'm all about here with my podcast, Growth Mindset University, which has really been growing. I'm super excited about that and my book by the same name on Amazon. And you're going to, yeah, you'll be supporting me, but you're going to be getting a book that's going to arm you with the principles to take control of your life, to live an active life and not just a passive life where you're letting life pass you by when you're getting when, when you're letting circumstance dictate your life. And so growth mindset university. My website is Jordan Paris com, and you can get all the podcasts there. And it's going to be, I'm super excited for life.
1: It's <laughs> awesome, man. I'm so glad we had this chance to talk and let's be sure and do it again. Yeah, Dan, absolutely. This was very fun. Yeah, I appreciate it. I really do. I'm going to go ahead and get ready to sign off here. So for, uh, Greg, you anything, you want to parting words for Jordan, sir? Just keep doing what you're doing.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs>
2: yeah. Becca. No, I just want to say thank you. I wish I had uh, that head on my shoulders at 20. <laughs> yeah.
1: My head was not on my shoulders at 20. <laughs> oh, ask, ask my father. Well, wow.
0: <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much to you all. Thank you very much for your kind words and for your, for your attention today, for your time.
1: Yeah. yeah thank you. We appreciate it. So for, uh, Total Wellness Radio. This is going to be episode 92, actually, when we get this published, and uh, we hope you all get as much value out of it as we have. Be sure to visit uh, jordanParishealth.com Check out his blogs and his, and his podcasts, and go to Amazon and order his book. Say it again, Jordan.
0: Growth Mindset University.
1: My friend, thanks for joining us. We'll talk again soon.
0: Yes, sir. It was a pleasure. Thank you.
1: Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of Total Wellness Radio. We appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to tune in to all of our interviews and the life-changing natural approaches you can take with your health. For those of you who haven't had a chance yet, please do subscribe. And when you get a chance, also leave a review on this podcast or other episodes that you've enjoyed from Total Wellness Radio.